1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms.
2: This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Carey Price has broken his silence after voluntarily entering the NHL's player assistance program. He used substances as a way to deal with stress. And not a good road. Right. right? He's neglected his own mental health for far too long. It's been 14 years at least of that Imagine what he's capable of now. So I'm very proud of him for having the stones to stand up, and he didn't have to say why he went in. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Rod Peterson Show. It's a flame tech football Friday. We're having a lot of fun, and I'm honored because we are in the presence of a true Hall of Famer. Ooh. But they're dangling it in front of you, Nick. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah, not a Hall of it's Famer. It's even more. You're going to have to wait. You're going to yeah. have to wait. Listen, call up this guy's Wikipedia. Tell you all you need to know. Nick Lewis, N-I-K. Nick Lewis. A nice, not like you need an introduction. Greek.
3: Are you, You're Greek? Yeah, it's, it's the Yesu. Greek origin of my name. So, I get N-I-K, you down, now. Now so. you say that. I yeah. get it. I'm Greek. Get the dark, the
2: dark <laughs> look. Dark complexion. <laughs> Two-time Great Cup champion.
3: Whew. Just a, an all-star pretty much every year, eh, Nick? Well, you know, I got... I got screwed out of a couple, <laughs> especially my second year. How? Voting? Jerks like me? Well, okay, my second year in the league, we're beating Edmonton 44-16. to Minute on the clock, they get the ball back. Trey Young gives up a 45-yard pass to Jason Tucker. I was leading the league in receiving until that pass. Their last offensive play, he passes me and becomes number one in the league that year, or I would have led the league.
0: Mm -hmm. You
3: know, Trey came to the sideline, and he was like, oh, well, we're going to win the game. I was like, Trey, you just cost me in my second year to lead the league in receiving. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that. But the (laughs) All-Stars, even the West All-Stars, Jason Tucker made it. Milt Stegall made it. Milt had like 16 touchdowns that year. Then they chose um, Elijah Thurman. And Ryan Thelwell, both just over a thousand yards receiving, because they said you needed two slot backs, two receivers. That's but the they said one running back and one fullback, but Joffrey and Charles Roberts made it. And I said, Well, that is crap because clearly I was one of the best receivers in the CFL, but yeah, didn't get it. What an era, by the way. Oh yeah. Right? What yeah. an era. And I wasn't even done yet. Shout out Ted Heller. Ted Heller. He, he still gave me my bonus, though. Critical mass. He still owes you money, eh? Well, no, he gave me my bonus for that year. Oh, I he see. He was like, you got screwed out of it, so <laughs> I'm going to give you the bonus. So. Um, cool. The CFL career
2: pass receptions king right here. So we're going to talk all things football plus Nick's newest uh, venture. It's really coming along. Jack Fulton's watching in uh, Vulcan, Alberta. He says, hey, Nick. You know him. Jeff love Jack. I love him, too. Just a real solid guy. Uh, Jeff Kabilis watching in Winnipeg. Nick, great to see you again. But listening to you, watch your feet because I'm going to drop some names here for a sec. But listening to you say, yeah, it's not enough that you were an All-Star in 06, 07, 2010 through 2012. It's the ones you didn't get. It reminds me of riding a bus <laughs> with Martin Brodeur, And I was sitting beside him and I said, Marty, which of your three Stanley Cups? Actually, we were outside off the bus by that point because it was he. I said, which of your three Stanley Cups was your favorite? And he goes, forget the three Stanley Cups I won. I lost two. (laughs) That's it. And I'm like, right, you hate to lose
3: more than you love to win. And that's what gets you to the Hall of Fame. Oh, man. That 2010 football game against Sass still haunts me today. Like, there's just no way we should have lost that game. And, you know, the elements of the second half really affected it. But, you know, you think of everything that came down to that. Right, Hank throwing the interception right before halftime. And then Sass coming out and scoring on the first drive of the second half. And then the blizzard kicks in and nobody scores really after that. Uh, the fumbled punt at the end of the game where we had five guys around. Gerald Freeman jumps on the ball in the end zones. How is that was tough? Like if West, if West Lossack jumps on a two-yard line, we score. We win the game. You know, we go to the Great Cup to play my, uh, Montreal. and But, no. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, there's some tough ones when you lose like that. Uh, and I always, I always felt like the 2010 team was the best team I've ever been a part of.
2: Isn't that interesting? Because I thought the 2009 Rough Riders were the best rider team, potentially of all time, let alone the 20 years I was with the club. The 09 team, you played against them. Those were the guys that blew, I don't need to tell you, the Grey Cup, right? But yeah. that was the Canadian Air Force. That was Durant, West, Cates, uh, Stevie Bags on the other end, Check all those guys.
3: Yeah. But, so, I mean, I just look at, when you when you look at Charleston Hughes, Tom Johnson, who left uh, to go play, what he started eight years TJ, in the NFL, stud. After Ooh. that year, we had Clay, um, you know Juwan Simpson at linebacker, uh, Brandon Smith, Dwight Anderson, uh, Brandon uh, Browner. We had so many guys on defense. Then in offense with Cornish, Joffrey, Hank, myself, Rambo, Romby Bryant. You know Ryan Thelwell, Brett Ralph. There's so many guys on the offensive side of the ball that you could go to, and you know I think we still had Ben Archibald at that time as well. I tackle, Stanley Bryan, Edwin Harrison. Those are Dude, good times,
2: man. Uh, I got more to get through with Nick, but I we've unveiled a new text line here, just new this week, and it's just gotten I, I don't know if it's available to more people. The numbers are going off the charts. (laughs) 902-518-3033 is the number to text us here. From Pat Hendo, watching in Edmonton. Oh, boy. well We're going back and forth, Nick, about this soccer tonight. Canada versus Costa Rica in Edmonton. Men's soccer. Pat says, I'd rather watch women's soccer than Toronto and Hamilton in the CFL. But in the center of the universe, Toronto, someone may like it. He's not a CFL fan, but hey. We all have our thing. Uh, Dom and Edmonton. Edmonton Bantam Seahawks going for the provincial championship this weekend. Just just throwing that out there. Why not? We're good with that. Uh, I guess what I don't understand is 50,000 plus going to show up to watch a soccer game tonight in Edmonton, which is fine. But with struggling attendance in the CFL, I just don't understand how we get 50,000 for a soccer game but can't get 10,000 for an Elks game. And don't tell me, because the sports people all want to tell me, oh, people aren't buying tickets because of vaccine passport needs and because of the mask. Then why are 50,000 showing up for a soccer game? <laughs> this blows that theory out of the water. It does. That's all that I'm saying. Now, furthermore, with Nick, because as I said, we got a lot to get through with him, he was to be inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame on, what, the Friday night of Grey Cup week? Thursday. Thursday night? Yeah. And you got the bad news.
3: Yeah, I had a lot of things planned. A lot of family was coming, so they've had to change flights. Now they don't even know when they're going to do it. They don't know what's going to be around it. Is it just going to be on a random weekend? So, we'll
2: I feel see. like you're already in the Hall of Fame.
3: Does that feel <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what's was to suck for you? When I was in Canton a couple weeks ago, man, I was in the room by myself with all those busts. How the, was it? Man, that was awesome. And I just closed my eyes, and you could hear. I could hear the. They say they talk to each other. Yeah, I could definitely hear the voices of, of those players. But just to be in the presence of greatness like that is, is, is really cool. So I've never been to the uh, CFL Hall of Fame in, in uh, Hamilton. So I'm looking forward to that as well. It's cool. I've been there. We have the bus there, too. When I say we,
2: uh, just speaking as a longtime CFL guy, you know. They're just as good as the ones in Canada. Yes. You've seen them? Yeah. yeah they're pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, he's going into the Hall of Fame, but it's been, what, two years now? You've been waiting?
3: Well, No, no, no. That's the other class. That's what Hank and Huff and uh, so those in. guys. No, they haven't been inducted either. Oh, so the 2020 class uh, hasn't been inducted. And they were supposed to uh, – they missed last year. They are supposed to do it during Hall of Fame week this year. Then they pushed them to do it with us at the Grey Cup, and now they pushed them again. So I guess they've been waiting a little longer than us. <laughs> Tough for that. Well, Henry's uh, a
2: little busy with the Chicago Bears, of course. Doing great things with Justin Fields, by the way. That's it. You know, as we sit here and just talk ball on this Flame Tech Football Friday, let's, did you ever think Henry would be a coach? To be honest, I didn't. And we both know Henry real well. Like when he got out of this game, he was looking for something. Yeah. Because football had been his whole life. And you know, he could do whatever he wanted. But the broadcasting didn't really seem for him. He could have done politics. He was great at it, but I just know that he loved it. He was doing the kids' clinics in Ottawa, and he kind of liked that. Could have been in politics like his dad, but he wasn't dying to do it. And now he gets this opportunity with the Bears, and he's just crushing it, which should surprise nobody.
3: It, It is a different mentality because you look at Henry. Henry never really shared a lot of information with other players. Darian but do you look same. at someone like Drew Tate, whose dad was a coach. He's been a coaching lifer. Like, that's, you could tell who Drew was. And when you see what Bo Levi does now, and you see what Drew Tate and Kevin Glenn, having those two individuals that are selfless to be able to share all their knowledge and to help every day to do those things. Because, I mean, in 2011, when Hank got benched, he didn't talk to Drew. Right. And it's not not like Drew made the it is not like Drew made the choice. Hey, I'm going to start now. So you can't take it out on the team. So it is different. But I mean, I know that life after football, you kind of reflect on some things differently. So, you know, I'm glad Hank's doing well. You know, he's definitely a special talent. I've always said he was the most talented quarterback I've ever played with. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, Speaking of talent. As we switch gears for a second to the National Football League, where it is week <laughs> 10, our poll question today for Capital Automal Universal Collision Center is uh, who will have the biggest impact with his new team? Odell Beckham Jr., who signed with the Los Angeles Rams, or Cam Newton, who was signed with the Carolina Panthers? One-year deal for Newt. Who's going to have the bigger impact?
3: I think it'll be Odell, and, and simply because I don't think Carolina has any hopes of really going to the playoffs no. or doing anything special. Uh, but when you look at the Rams adding Von Miller and now Odell with Cooper cup and in the group of receivers they have, I mean, Odell just running crossing routes and using his speed and running over routes. It's going to make the defense have to play differently. And that's the biggest impact. Odell doesn't even have to get catches. Hmm. He just has to make the defense play differently. And when you look at, the running back situation with Daryl Henderson. I mean, his percentage is going to go up because that's going to take an extra man out of the box. I mean, Odell can still play. He doesn't have to be an all-star. He doesn't have to be the greatest receiver on the field. He just has to go be consistent and run routes the way he does. And he'll change the defense to allow that team to be more successful. Um, And I, I, and I love Matt Stafford. He's finally on a team where he can actually go out and play well. And it's showing. But for the Sunday night game. Yeah. Rams I mean, everybody's going to have a couple games, right? He's he, – hey, that Titans defense is – you put them on primetime football, every time they played on primetime this year, that Titans defense has been great. Jeff, the Stamps fans watching, he says,
2: of all the great quarterbacks I've seen as a Stamps fan, Burris is my least favorite. Well,
3: it is what it is. That's a great list, though. Like
2: it's, right. like it's not like it's not. I don't even think that would bother Hank.
3: <laughs> Wait a minute, everything bothers Hank. But- I, you can't say you can't say you like Marcus Crandall over Hank, though.
2: Who knows? Maybe he had a great experience with Marcus, meeting him in a mall food court or something. I don't know. But Doug Flutie, Jeff Garcia, Craig, sorry, Dave Dickinson, Bo Levi, my buddy, um, Kevin. Kevin Glenn, of course, have been a lot of great quarterbacks. If Henry is your least favorite, then that's totally fine. I understand that. But just back to this Odell thing for a second. When you say who's got a better impact, I guess I, you could look at it a lot of ways. Statistically, or does Odell take him to a Super Bowl, which there's a very good chance they would do that. And it's making me realize how lucky, not lucky, because you earned it, but you got two great cup rings. And a Hall of Fame ring, because I know a lot of guys that have won championships but aren't in the Hall of Fame. I know guys that are in the Hall of Fame that never won a championship.
3: You got both, and you know what's most impressive to me is the ability to go through most of my career, and everybody was like, "Well, I always had dynamic receivers around me. Right? I always had Cope and Rambo. Always had when I went to Montreal. there was Fred Stamps and S.J." And then B.J. Cunningham and Ernest J- uh, Jackson. And so I've always had other great receivers around me at all times that allowed me to push myself to just want to be in the same group. And it helped me so much, right? Yep. And to know that you see a guy like G. Roy, for, you know, a couple of years, he had to carry the team by himself. You know, you see a guy like Fred Stamps in Edmonton had same to carry thing. the team by himself. I never wanted to be in that situation, and I was glad that Calgary put me around all these great receivers and just allowed me to do what I do really well. And I didn't have to go out and do anything that I don't do really well. And it, and it worked out. Your great cups were 08 and 14.
2: 14. You were playing there that, that long, huh? Which 11 one? years. Yeah.
3: It's, it's different. 08, I was a young guy, fifth year. Um, I tied a stampede record for 11 catches in a Grey Cup game. Um, you know, I was one of the best players on the team. I was going out doing what I do. Uh, 14, battling back from my broken leg and torn all the ligaments in my ankle. It was a very painful year. There was days I couldn't go through, walk through. I missed five games that year. Everything that I'd went through to get to that Grey Cup game, it was so different because I was more of a leader of men. Right, I was more impact to everyone around me. Right, It was more how do I affect you? How can I help you get better? How can I help Mo Price be at the top of his game? How can I help Joe West be at the top of his game? Right? How can I help Eric Rogers, who's been on our PR that whole season in 14, and, and Kamar Jordan, who's been on our PR for three years? Like My impact was more of how can I help them be the best they can be for us to be successful because I could no longer be that in 2014 with the circumstance of my ankle.
2: Paying it forward. Yeah. We'll talk about more of this and AO sports and uh, bring in more of you, the viewer here in taco time viewer takeover. You are watching a flame tech football Friday here on the RP show flame techs locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. We'll be right back on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube daily and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's
2: Rod. Uh, it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Welcome back, everybody. And I want to hear from the viewers because it's not every day that you get a living legend, a Hall of Famer, sitting here in the bunker as we broadcast from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. But uh, we reserve Fridays for the Gridiron. That's what we're doing with Nick. But before we go any further, uh, I want to mention it as we do every week. Addiction, it destroys relationships, families, and lives. But the good news is... Addiction is a treatable illness, and at Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the shores of Lake Winnipeg, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center, recovery for life. Visit their website, aurorarecoverycenter.com. I can speak to the fact that recovery works, living testimonial right here. Before we get into uh, this weekend in the CFL, week 15 now, I believe, Friday Night Football doubleheader, Saturday doubleheader, Nick Lewis has an incredibly exciting venture on the go. I've been watching this thing be built right from square (laughs) one. What square are you at now?
3: Man, it's it's so exciting. The platform is finally done being built. AO Sports. AO Sports is done being built. Um, Now, over the course of the rest of this month, we'll start to add our own original content, add our own graphics. Uh, We have some amazing athletes on board uh, from NFL Hall of Famers, uh, CFL Hall of Famers, two of the top ten racquetball players in the world, uh, international rugby players, soccer players. Tell people what it is. So what it is is it's a subscription-based platform where it's a $7 a month subscription. You're going to be able to come on. Uh, you get access to all the athletes on the platform and their content. So unfiltered content as far as we'll have our own game day shows. Uh, we'll have our own CFL weekly shows. Um, there'll be vlogs, um, live content. You'll see athletes interviewing athletes. We'll have media passes and things like that as well. Um, podcasts, video casts, And then you'll be able to learn from your best athlete, or your favorite athletes. So um, if you want to learn how to play a uh, receiver from G Roy Simon or learn how to play D tackle from Warren Sapp or want to learn a certain skill from a certain athlete, they're going to be able to teach those things. Uh, we'll have professional development. We'll have um, top sports trainers. We have doctors on board, like high professional sports doctors on board that will be doing courses on rehabilitation, on staying healthy, on getting not just pain-free, but getting to optimal where you're able to optimize your talent. And and that's what you need to be at, right? As an athlete, but we're going to help these athletes, the younger ones, brand themselves, understand what branding is and be able to market themselves into a whole new world. And this is where we're going as, as athletes. And we want to monetize that, right? So I came up with this idea uh, two years ago and it's been a long journey and to be here today is, is amazing. So, Uh, We have great support, like I said, from all different types of people in different worlds. And we're bringing on more and more Olympians and more and more people to the table. So uh, I'm I'm really excited about what we're going to do. Uh, Dr. Jen Welter is on board as one of my board members. And she has some really fascinating things around women's football, but also bringing more women to the platform to share their voice and their vision with the world. So I'm super excited about it. Can't wait. Do you have a launch date? Uh, We don't have an actual launch date yet. Uh, The launch is going to be next month. Uh, We haven't set a date yet. It's it's really about how long it takes us to upload our graphics and our content. But I'm telling you, there's some really cool content that's going to be coming to the platform from these amazing individuals. And um, it's going to be something that you're going to want to see. Gotcha.
2: Well... Give this guy a follow on Twitter. AO Sports. You got a you got a winning team behind you, so it's very yes, exciting. yes. Yeah.
3: You know we you know Darren Dupont's on my advisory board. Devon Claybrooks, Tag Cornegay. Uh, there's so many. Damon Allen, Garrett Jones. There's so many guys that and girls that are have, that are involved with this project that we really wanted to have it about freedom, freedom of content. But also, like, you know, here in, in Canada, you can't talk about the Blue Jays. can't talk about the, the, the Raptors. Well, guess what? Now we're going to have people that can talk about the Raptors and talk about the Blue Jays, but talk mm. about everything openly and honestly. And that's what people love about your show as well, is they're going to get sports talk regardless of who you're talking about. And it's going to be the truth, and it's going to be your truth. It's funny because uh,
2: an NHL scout said to me last week in the media room at the Brand Center, he goes, you know, I love your show. He goes, you can, it's clear you can say whatever you want, but he's like, you don't spit talk anybody. You just, nope. right? You're not making anybody look bad, but you're also not controlled. And I'm like, yes, that's what's awesome about it. And that's, that's it. what he's doing. That's it. In a variety of other sports, plus the ones that I talk about. Here, the reason my face went a little, another, we got another one. Notification from TSN, Chris McGowan has resigned from his role as president of the Portland Trailblazers, it was announced Friday morning. This comes after the team said last week it was hiring an outside firm to investigate workplace environment concerns. Both The Athletic and Yahoo Sports reported the probe stemmed from allegations of workplace misconduct involving Neil Olshi, the general manager. For the organization, McGowan thanked Blazers ownership and staff in a news release sent out by the team this morning. So there are more. They say they come in threes. Bob Murray of the Anaheim
3: Ducks earlier this week. McGowan here today. So it's coming in way more than that. Ooh. Can we just say it's it's really a lot of toxic masculinity? But the the biggest thing that <laughs> needs to be known is ten years ago, like this was okay, right? It probably wasn't okay out in the public, but now with more social media, with more people being called out, and you notice a lot of everything stems from people's, um, who they were and how they've progressed into this, right? You look at John Gruden over the course of seven oh, years, yeah. right? It wasn't like he's changing. John Gruden's still John Gruden, right? But when he started saying that stuff, it was okay. Now it's not. So there's a lot of people in those positions right now that's sitting on pins and needles and they need to redirect on, because where do you stop you know, it? I know. Because you can actually go back and probably look at majority and see something in their history.
2: I know, but I talk about this with my friend just like you talk about it with your friends and we're friends, now we're talking about it. And I think <laughs> that guys, when you say toxic masculinity, let's say that it is mostly men. They're, they're the ones that are stepping down. Sometimes I think a lot of them are so arrogant yep. and narcissistic that they're not looking over their shoulder. They don't realize they should be looking over their shoulder. That's what's got them in trouble in the first place. I'm sure some are looking over their shoulder, but do you know what I mean? What's happened with the Suns? The Phoenix Suns? Yeah. What happened there?
3: I don't know. You, tell you me. haven't seen it? No. Uh, one of the owners? <laughs> what did he do? Oh, man. Um, you know, passing pictures of his wife in swimsuits to people in meetings. Um there's some racial tension and things on Earl Watson being fired and no. There's some other stuff. Yeah, this is coming down the pipe too. So um, There's the third. Okay. And his wife actually messaged ex-employees and said, "Hey, you know, family's li- our family's life is on the line with this. Like you need to reconsider." Like, what are you doing messaging people that's talking already? Yeah. Right? Oh <laughs> boy. There's uh yeah. But you know they will learn. I know. I mean, nobody's perfect. I'm probably sure. I'm pretty sure. I've probably said something to someone that could be taken a separate way sometime. But um, it's a you offended me many times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even get out of my mouth before he started. Well, at least uh, I, I told. It's not a laughing matter. I'm just saying. Nick's nailed it. Like the thing with John Gruden is he's the same guy now as he was then. You know, a lot of these guys aren't changing. And it's interesting because I had a football guy in Vegas. He's probably watching right now. When this broke, I called him and I said, what's the, what's the scoop on this? And he goes, Gruden is going to be the fall guy. I've said it on this show. You might have seen it. He yep. goes, 650,000 goes, emails, Rod. Do you think Gruden's the only one that said something inappropriate? But that the NFL, and let's just say the commissioner, Roger Goodell, went to the investigators and said, if we give you Gruden's head on a platter, will you leave everybody else alone? And And
3: they're like, yes, we'll take that deal. But that's a tough one to me. Like, you can't just release Gruden's because he said something about you. But he did. Right? And Goodell had a personal grudge. You must have heard all the same things. Yeah, regardless good or bad, you can't just release Gruden's. And if he says we got to keep it in-house to protect the, protect the shield, it's, it's really crazy that they yeah. really went out on their own and didn't protect their own in that. And Nothing surprises me. Yeah. Anymore.
2: Now, switching gears, because it is a flame tech football fraud. And, yeah, we are talking football in that regard. But on the field – CFL tonight, Like I'm, I'm excited for this game, and I shouldn't care. It's Hamilton at Toronto. To the victor goes the spoils. First place, really. Argos will clinch first. They are unbeaten at BMO Field this year. Did you know they're 5-0, and the Argos? Yep. Are
3: you stoked for this game tonight? I because am. Because I am. I'm very stoked for it. I mean, one, you get Toronto, who's got all this talent, and they've been flirting with the ability to actually turn it on. And show they're the best team in the East. Right? Some weeks they, they don't look like it. It depends on who they play. So we're gonna be able to see if that stands true. Uh after adding Chris Jones, you can see defensively they've been way better. Um offensively, I still don't think you know McBethel is the answer, but at the end of the day, he's doing it. <laughs> he's doing it. He's yeah. gonna throw the ball all over the field. He'll make a couple passes, but I'm, I'm really excited to watch this game tonight because you're going to be able to see how the East is going to shake up with this, right? And now I think with Vernon out, I don't think Trevor's the answer in, in Montreal, right? So now with Vernon out, I think it's clearly out of Hamilton and Toronto to be to go to the Great Cup. This is an East final preview.
2: Yes. Now, if you were a player... How are you, what are you thinking of approaching this game? You're just like one play at a time, just worried about tonight? What? what? How are you approaching this game if you're an Argo or a Tycat?
3: If I'm an Argo, I'm thinking we got to make a statement. we got to let them know that come West Finals, they can't come in here and even think they're going to win this game. Like, this is a huge statement game for them. Mm. And then for Hamilton, it's the same thing. We have to show them, regardless of what happens here, we can come in here two or three weeks and, and beat them. Right? So it's all about confidence and how everything plays out. So Toronto really needs to make a statement. Um, it doesn't need to be a close game. They need to go out and make that statement tonight.
2: Jeff Cabillas watching in Winnipeg says, I'll tune into that Cats argos game, and I'm not even the biggest CFL fan. LOL. Yeah, but we're, we're building it up. This show could, put, could be like the pregame show for all CFL games if everybody wanted it to be that. I'm not sure. I just hope the game lives up to the hype because we've been talking about it for two hours. I'd hate for it to be a dub. Last <laughs> night it was 6-3 at halftime in Thursday Night Football. Second half when all the fireworks went off, of course, because you never know in football. As Corey Chamberlain would say, that's football. <laughs> um, and, and speaking, you, you were with Chamberlain, Hay. Yeah, I was with Corey when he was that guy. 32, 33. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, Calgary at BC tonight, what's your take on that game?
3: Same thing. Cowboys got to go out and make a statement. I don't – you know, they got to come out there. Uh, Bo Levi needs to get Reggie Bagleton involved early. Uh, the defense – you know, Mike hadn't played overly well this year. You know, he's still taking hits. Yep. Hadn't played overly well. They got blew out the last week. But they're still a dangerous team, right? You let Lucky get loose and, and Brian Burnham starts making plays down the field. I still love Javon Katoy and what he does. Uh, for that offense. So it's going to be really interesting to see how BC plays Calgary. I know it's always a tough game, but Calgary's got to really go because they got Winnipeg next week. BC, I think has Ottawa. So if we're looking at this, if BC wins this game, there's a potential chance Calgary could not be in the playoffs. Cause I don't know if they're going to play McGuire the last two weeks or if they're just planning this week and then they're going to play, because I know if Winnipeg has a chance to get Calgary out of the playoffs, they're probably going to take it. Right, right. Well, it just makes tonight's
2: game all the more important. This is the Calgary at BC game. You're right. Like if Calgary wins it, they don't have anything to worry about. BC's officially eliminated. Yep. But if that can't, but if they can't beat BC in their own park, that gives BC life. You just sold
3: me on And that that's one a tough too. game. No, you got like, to stay you up now. think about it. I think they even play in Winnipeg next week. Calgary in Winnipeg. The conditions are probably not going to be great. The last week of the season, and if you have, if it's a must-win game for Calgary, that's that's the worst place to play in the middle of November. The wind could be a factor. Mm-hmm. It could be freezing, and you have to. And you're a must-win situation, and they clearly have a better run game than you. That's a hard game to win uh, when you look at it for Calgary. Just before I let you go,
2: can I get your take on the Sask Edmonton game Saturday, Mosaic Stadium? Riders favored by ten and a half. Bet dot odds. I feel that that is whopping. Why everybody? Why does everybody think Sask is going to romp in this one?
3: I still don't know what it is in Edmonton. Right? I, I figured Edmonton was going to finish fifth in the in the division, but. What is it? You, you have all these receivers that are really talented. You have a talented running back. You clearly have some talent on defense. Why does nothing ever click for this team? Right? Regardless what Trevor Harrison, not Trevor's won games in this league. So there's something that's way beyond the players on the field. The reason Edmonton's not winning those games. And I think you got to start with Brock. And I think that when you go from Brock, you look at everybody else. And there's something going on in Edmonton that's way worse than what the team is doing on the field because they're way too talented. I haven't seen Ellinson's name in any kind of highlights. I haven't seen Darrell walk. He's dropping balls. Like, come on, man. These are guys that have been perennial guys for multiple years that have no impact on winning and losing a game right now. I look
2: at the roster and go, this is talented. I look at the coaching staff and say, this is a great staff. What is going on? So, yeah, that's for them to figure out. Nick, always great seeing you. Enjoy the football. Appreciate it. Appreciate the Hall of Famer, Nick Lewis. We'll be back with a sports update, Taco Time viewer takeover. You're watching Flame Tech Football Friday on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube, live streaming daily and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Clark and I are putting our heads together with how we're gonna run out the clock here. We've still got 20 full minutes. We got a lot of things to get to. Um before I get into Before I get into the sports update, let's talk about landmark cinemas, Clark, because I was there this week. Landmark Cinemas went to the... Listen, you got to go to this. The new movie starring The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. I can tell you that they have not been advertising this movie on any sports channels because all I have been watching is NHL hockey, NFL football, CFL football, CHL hockey. I haven't seen any commercials for Red Notice, but I have seen some from Landmark Cinemas social media. Red Notice. Get out there this weekend. I know there's a lot going on sports-wise. But if you can find your way into the theater, experience Marvel Studios' Eternals in Laser Ultra, the ultimate in sight, sound, and comfort. Follow at Landmark Cinemas on Twitter and Instagram. Tickets are on sale now at LandmarkCinemas.com. So here's me going off about The Rock and Red Notice, and they're telling me to promote Marvel, Studio, Marvel Studios Eternals either way just go to Landmark Cinemas and catch a flick this Bingo. yeah exactly maybe Saturday night I'll go to Marvel Studios Eternals but those kind of things movies aren't really my thing sort of like if it couldn't happen in real life why would I want to watch it in the movie theater you know what I mean Red Notice with the rock now, you get, now we got something there LFG right So you guys go to that, and you tell me uh, what you think of Eternals. Write me on Twitter. I'd love to get your reviews. Okay, I mention a lot going on in sports. Canada's men's soccer team takes on Costa Rica tonight in Edmonton in a crucial World Cup qualifying match. The contest is a homecoming for Canadian star Alfonso Davies, who grew up in Edmonton. Canada welcomes Mexico to Alberta's capital on Tuesday. Canada is looking to qualify for the World Cup for just the second time. So, who scheduled this? Are they looking to freeze the competition? Freeze them to death? This reminds me of the Hamilton Tiger Cats ste- stepping off the plane at the 2013 Grey Cup, and it was minus 40 here in the sweatpants capital. We knew. We got them. Costa Rica. Mexico? I'm just checking the forecast here for Edmonton. Are we going to do Fahrenheit or Celsius, guys? Uh, Fahrenheit, I guess. It's currently 34 Fahrenheit in Edmonton for this game tonight. (laughs) Costa Rica, they're going to quit before they take the field, Nick. You know what I mean? Hot take. Right? (laughs) Hot take. Let me flip this thing over here what i'm far more familiar with the celsius it's currently plus 1 degree celsius and cloudy in edmonton and then for tuesday minus 3 that team mexico is going to be like a bunch of popsicles running around out there but 50,000 plus for each game how about that the toronto oh, well, the toronto maple leafs host the calgary flames in nhl play tonight those old Canadian matchups are special, aren't they? I never got enough of the Scotia North Division last year. Never got enough. Like they say, too much birthday cake. Not possible. And that's tonight at Scotia Bank Arena. After a slow start, the Leafs have rebounded with six wins in their last seven games flames were one of the hottest teams to start the campaign but have lost four of their last five including a a 4-2 defeat at the hands of the canadians in montreal last night in the first game of this roadie the edmonton oilers are in buffalo edmonton coming off a 5-3 win over boston thursday night they gave them a western conference leading 20 points meanwhile the sabers have come crashing back to earth they've lost five in a row Cinderella's pumpkin has shown up for the Buffalo Sabres, and it came earlier than expected. Oh, no. No. First place in the CFL East is on the line tonight at BMO Field as the Toronto Argonauts get set to host the rival Hamilton Tiger Cats. An Argos win would clinch top spot in the division. A Ticats win would move Hamilton into first, heading into the last week of the regular season. This is what we play for. This is what we get excited about. Five o'clock on TSN. I was shocked that there's not more hype on TSN about it having watched SportsCenter, but that's just me. Like back in the day. You know, TSN sits the guys down. Nick knows. That should be a t shirt. Nick knows. Yeah. You know what? Those interviews the day before the game, right? You guys in front of the backdrop? Where are those interviews on SportsCenter? They air them during the game, but I just Feel like there should be more hype? There's no hype to it. No hype. Calgary Stampeders can clinch a CFL playoff spot with a win over the BC Lions tonight in Vancouver. The Lions have lost six in a row, but are not quite out of it. They can still make the postseason with a win tonight and some help next week. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. We've got the Pats tonight. I wore this golf shirt today for a couple of reasons. One, the guys told me the studio was exemplary hot. Exceptionally hot. Uh, but it is a Pats game day. And for American viewers, if they think it's the Patriots, that's fine too. Bob's your uncle. And Bob's for Ben And for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars now with eight amazing flavors. RP Show viewers get twenty percent off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. overtimes next. It's all about you. Taco time viewer takeover. Plus, we'll look at our Business of the week. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday and you are watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24 Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the
2: studio with Rod. Okay, welcome back, everybody, for Viewer Takeover, presented by Taco Time. Taco Time's signature hot sauce is made in-house daily. And, uh, by the way, every time I go to Taco Time... You know how they now sell them in the individual little cups? They used to have the squeeze bottles now. They're like, how many do you need, sir? I'm like, well, let's start with five. Jeez, no problem. They don't even bat an eye. That signature, what do you call it? They didn't call it salsa. Signature hot sauce. Hmm. What's their secret? Spicy. Right? I see that you guys are having a little party over here in the content uh, section. I'm staying out of that. I'm going to read from the viewers here on the text line. 902-518-3033. You can always write us on the text line right here. Troy watching in Toronto. Says, no way I'll forego watching the Leafs play Calgary tonight to watch the Argos and the Ticats. You people out west. Can roll your eyes now that we don't care about the CFL in Toronto, but obviously some people do because I heard the Argo game is sold out tonight. Probably Ticats fans coming down the QEW to fill the seats, says Troy in Toronto. Oh, those sneaky little devils. They're capping attendance at 12,500 at the normally 27,000 seat BMO field, but they've sold out all the 12,500. So it's a sellout. But they act like you can't be a fan of multiple sports. Right. Nick's saying, why can't you be a fan of every sport? Why we got to pick? It's a good point. Uh, Sean in Vancouver writing us. He always watches on Game Plus TV. He says, happy football Friday, Rod and the gang. Inaugural taco time. Viewer takeover winner Sean in Vancouver here. Have a great weekend. I will send your team a pick of the epic meal when I can. And thank you, by the way. The first-ever winner, Sean, his name's going to go up in the rafters. The first-ever Taco Time viewer takeover comment of the week winner, a $50 gift card. And that, by the way, buys you a lot of crisp meat burritos and beef and cheese burritos and taco salads and Mexi fries. Don't get me started. Talking earlier and having fun doing so, by the way, on the soccer tonight in uh, Edmonton, 50,000 plus Greg stir writes in on this text line and said, COVID discussions have damaged, have also damaged friendships. That's a one sentence statement, but a very profound one. COVID discussions have also damaged friendships. Has it ever? And I'm listen, man, I was saving this for my 10 things column, but I'll drop it now. Did you see in the news the 48-year-old Saudi Arabian doctor from this city that died of COVID? He was my doctor. So i had been going in to see him for the last three weeks, or sorry, three months, saying, where's Yusuf? Where's Yusuf? And they're like, oh, sorry, Mr. Peterson. He's not available right now. I'd go in the next, sorry, Mr. Peterson. He's not in the city right now. None of those were lies, by the way, but they were putting me off. And then just this week, I went in. I said, where's Yusuf? Enough's enough. Where's Yusuf? I want to see him. He passed away from COVID. What? That was a kick to the grapes. I love that guy. And, and by the way, uh, it's in the CBC story. He'd, it's not a big thing that i'm saying that he felt that this whole thing was an agenda and somewhat of a hoax and he turned out to be an anti-vaccine guy and he uh lost his life over it so i've been a little rocked this week that my own personal doctor and by the way you should see the dude he'd probably beat john chick in an arm wrestle there's nobody fitter than yusuf And he passed away. I can't. I still can't believe it. So COVID is a thing. And with the damaging friendships thing. (laughs) Here's my rhetorical question. How come hockey players have no problem getting vaccinated and football players don't want to? How about that? Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in. He says, I have to say that Nick Lewis is such a humble guy, which I never would have thought when he played for the Stampeders. I admit, I was wrong. That's two of us, Wayne. Okay.
1: I get paid to entertain.
2: I get paid to entertain. That's what he says. So do I. Um, from Corey in Radville. Hey, Rod. Are the Pats beating the Oil Kings tonight? I'll see you there, bud. Are the Pats beating the Oil Kings? Does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? Hot take. Of course. And we'll be, you need the headphones, Nick. There's so many uh, sound effects going on here that you're missing. He's still laughing his ass off over there. Jack. In Vulcan, Alberta, right and says, Nick is an outstanding mentor slash teacher to many. His influence goes far beyond his Hall of Fame on-field performance. How about that?
1: How about that?
2: Uh, Nick's sitting just off the apron of the set here on the old RP show. Before I delve into any more viewer comments here in what's turned into an outstanding viewer takeover segment for Taco Time... The MySask411 Business of the Week, proudly brought to you by Direct West. You see their water bottle here adorning the desk. The MySask411 Business of the Week is Shenanigans Coffee and Dessert Bar. It offers a variety of delicious, freshly baked treats, specialty drinks, and gourmet meals. A full-service restaurant in Prince Albert, providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner options. Come and enjoy a meal or treat while admiring art from local artists featured on their restaurant walls. Find them at MySask 411 today. I say it every week, but if you missed it, I'll say it again. Download MySask 411 app, okay? And it's like a phone book in your hand, so what you would do is type in, if you're in Prince Albert, enter Prince Albert restaurants, bing, and upcoming. It's just like flipping through the yellow pages back in the day. Remember that when you got in your dinosaur and you... Walk down to get the phone book and you, on your dinosaur and you looked up the yellow pages. That's what the mice has 411 One minute, one minute remaining in the RP show, Flame Tech Football Friday. So I'll say it again. Shenanigans, coffee and dessert bar. There are several of these coffee and dessert bars, bars um, popping up all over the province and I think it's fantastic. They, it clearly is a good business, coffee and desserts. Uh, So, yeah, my featured game of the night tonight is the Argos and the Ticats. I'll be watching on TSN and then broadcasting God's team, the Regina Pats against the Edmonton Oil Kings. Tune in for that one, wouldn't you? And enjoy the Canada West semifinals on Saturday. Enjoy the PFC final, Hilltops Thunder on Sunday. It's a big sports weekend, and we'll see the rest of you Monday at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV.
1: For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit RodPeterson.com.
4: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150, then...